It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be Locked On Thunder. It's Tuesday. The Thunder are playing the San Antonio Spurs in Oklahoma City tonight. It's going to be their final home game before the All-Star break. Thank you, God. The All-Star break is here. I love basketball. I always wait with such anticipation uh, in the month of August when there's nothing going on. Free agency has died down by that point, And there's really nothing to look forward to except for college football, the NFL, and then NBA training camp at the end of September. And then you get closer and closer to the regular season. But by this time, by the time we get to late December, January, and then especially early February, I am literally counting down the days until the All-Star break. It is such... A grind to cover a team every single day. I love it. I enjoy it. But you know what? No one cares about the sleep schedule or the comfort of the beat writer. And I don't blame you. <laughs> We're not that important. But regardless, I am still very happy. The Thunder have one more home game and then a road game Thursday night in New Orleans against the Pelicans. And then the All-Star break. It's going to be such a good time. We've got some injury news to talk about, how that's going to affect the Oklahoma City Thunder moving forward. Pretty big, significant injury news. As you all are well aware by now, Darius Baisley is out with a right knee bone bone bruise. He will be reevaluated in four to six weeks. And for those keeping track of Thunder injuries, of a significant nature this season, Hamadou Diallo was out with that right hyperextended elbow. Of course, these are two completely different injuries. He was also given the four to six week timetable to be reevaluated. I think he ended up missing just just about five weeks. So hopefully Darius Baisley is able to come back, but we'll get to that in a little bit later in the show. And if you still don't know who I am, I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and since 2018 with 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa as their lead Thunder contributor, their lead Thunder insider. You can find all my work at thefranchiseok.com, columns, blogs, what have you. It's really easy to find. I even have my last name 
as a tab category on the front page. So the easiest way to find anything that I've written for the website is just simply hit the tab, scroll down and start exploring and navigate and try and find the article. And you're also more than welcome to subscribe to the OKC82 podcast, which I do with Madison Morris, also of 107.7 The Franchise. And those are post-game reaction shows mainly. We, we will do some occasional sit-down interviews. Now, we did have uh, an interview scheduled with Darius Baisley on the 20th. I'm going to safely assume that that's going to be put on hiatus for the time being since he's just been hurt. But Deontay Burton has expressed personal interest in returning to the podcast. So hopefully I can get that situated with the Thunder. Uh, Deontay was a great uh, guest on the podcast. We really appreciated that. Enjoyed that show. So hopefully in the next week or so we can add to the post-game reactionness of the podcast for OKC82 with a little sit-down interview with Deontay Burton. And of course, if that does happen, I will play a few snippets here and there on this podcast, Locked on Thunder, for your listening enjoyment. And you can also hear us on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. till noon on the Franchise Thunder Insider Show. That's Madison and me, along with Jerry Ramsey and John Hamm where we talk Thunder basketball, NBA, whatever, jumps into our thoughts, jumps into our head. We'll just talk about it and we have fun. So hopefully you all enjoy listening on your Saturday morning whenever you're cleaning your garage, cleaning out your car, doing whatever, relaxing on a Saturday morning. You still want to hear hoops. Why not? This weekend's going to be a little fun because it will be All-Star Weekend. So I'm sure we're going to have a little bit more fun, maybe a few more silly segments. I don't know. Hopefully, you all enjoy it. But if you're out of the market and you can't listen when you literally put your radio dial on 107.7 or 107.9 if you live in Tulsa, please feel free to download 107.7 The Franchise's app. It's completely free. It's easy to use. You download it. You hit the play button right around the time our show comes on. You sit through one commercial and then boom, you're listening to us. And we would appreciate that. But it is Tuesday, so let's get right into the big news that occurred yesterday evening. And yes, Darius Baisley will be out for the foreseeable future. Right knee bone bruise is what the Thunder spokesperson said yesterday when he sent me a text about the news. Now, the play occurred during the Boston Celtics game late in the first quarter, about 58 seconds left or so. Darius Baisley took a pass from the right wing, pump faked, put the ball on the floor, drove to the basket. Grant Williams, the forward for the Boston Celtics, rookie, was defending the the right corner and then closed in towards the paint to help defend Darius Baisley. And once they met, Darius Baisley had already kind of left the floor, jumped to finish the layup. And it's really hard to tell if they ran into each other because Grant Williams literally does not react when Darius Baisley gets to a point where they would have run into each other. Now, Darius Baisley still took off from the floor and landed and then immediately started limping very heavily. And he was eventually re- replaced by Hamadou Diallo at the next time stoppage. He went to the locker room, uh, Darius Baisley did, and never returned. And that was the last we saw of him until... The Thunder spokesperson texted us saying that he was out with a right knee bone bruise. So the only question that I really have is, did he actually run into Grant Williams? And the reason why I ask that is just on watching the simple replay on TV, 
it doesn't really look like they run into each other. Now, running into knees can be really subtle. It can really affect one person. It doesn't have to affect the other person. But the way that Darius Baisley was driving at full speed, Grant Williams was just kind of standing there. He wasn't really in a great defensive position. If Darius Baisley is going to run into him at six foot ten, and I know Grant Williams is he's a he's kind. Of, He's kind of a, a PJ Tucker type body type. He, he's a thick, he's thick daddy. He's a rookie, but he's still got he's got some strength. Let's just say. But Darius Bazy running full speed into him, I would assume Grant Williams would have reacted in some way. And then also, just from watching the game live, I was all the way up in Cloud City, so I had a little bit of a different angle than what you're seeing on camera. My initial thought when I leaned over to Madison, telling her like, "Oh, Darius is walking towards the tunnel. That doesn't look good." My initial thought was that he landed awkwardly or that he took off awkwardly because it just looked like a non-contact knee injury, which begs the question, anytime you see non-contact knee injury, sadly, thoughts of torn ACL, MCL, whatever, kind of come to mind. If I had to guess on what Darius Baisley's injury was going to be before the Thunder contacted me to inform like that it was a right knee bone bruise, I would have said... That looks like a knee sprain. But we'll, I mean, again, we'll see. I'm not trying to say that the Thunder are wrong or that they're giving us disinformation. They, of course, know everything, what's going on with Darius right now. It's just, it was just an odd play. And, of course, I want to see Darius Baisley return to the floor as soon as possible because it does affect this team, of course. But Darius Baisley has been such a joy to cover this year. He's really fun to talk to. He is a rookie. He's 19 years old, so he hasn't been in the league long enough to hate the media <laughs> for whatever reason. So I'm enjoying this little honeymoon period of he's a he's happy to be here. He's excited to be in the NBA, of course, and he's very cordial with us whenever we have to ask questions. I've had a handful of one-on-ones with him this year, and we've been able to develop a good little rapport. And I was looking forward to having him on the OKC82 podcast, but sadly... Uh, Athletics, sports, injuries can happen, unfortunately. How does this affect the Thunder? Well, they're going to have to go a little bit smaller. But, I mean, the Houston Rockets are championing. The Houston Rockets are going all in on that train. So maybe the Thunder can kind of just follow suit. But, of course, the Thunder is still a tad bit larger. The unfortunate thing is Darius Baisley was a more than steady and consistent player in the rotation Constantly backing up Danilo Gallinari. Some of the time, very well. Some of the time, not so well. But most of the time, he played well. he's played well enough this season that Billy Donovan has left him in as a consistent player in the rotation. He hasn't hemorrhaged a bunch of points. He's not going to be able to score a ton on a consistent basis but he's still talented enough to put the ball on the floor he's still talented enough to drive to the basket clearly still talented enough to move the basketball in positive ways not not just by throwing it to somebody else at the end of the shot clock like Darius Baisley has a high IQ he understands basketball and you can tell in the way that he plays and like I've said all season long whether it's on this podcast or on OKC82 he does make rookie mistakes he makes a lot of mistakes every game but it seems like every time he's making a mistake, he's trying to make the correct play. And that's going to be corrected over time. That's just that's just something where you need experience. 
You need to understand how the game is going to be officiated, what your defender can get away with. And then once Darius Baisley understands that and then his body matures as he turns 20, 21, 22 years old, you're going to see the fruits of all these mistakes come about. Now, how does it affect the Thunder in the short term? Of course, no competent backup for Danilo Gallinari in terms of no more Darius Baisley. So you're going to see a lot more Hamadou Diallo, which could be a good thing. Hamadou Diallo started the season off as a very, very good player off the bench, consistently getting over 10 points a game, finding a lot of creative ways to score the basket and just be a good player for this team. Wasn't just offensively. He showed his capabilities as a defender, working so hard over the offseason back in summer league and then offseason exhibition games with the team. And then, of course, he does have that hyperextended right elbow, puts him out for five weeks, and pretty much ever since then, he's been inconsistent, and that's being kind. Now, Hamadou Diallo is a guy that I root for. He's awesome to talk to. I've covered him in two summer leagues, so I've seen him a ton personally. And whenever you see somebody that works as hard as Hamadou Diallo, someone that's so dedicated to it, like it's just it's easy to root for those types of guys. And... I guess the hope is, and this is something that the Thunder have done all season, this has been a theme of their team this year, whenever somebody is out of the rotation, somebody has stepped up. And whether it was somebody like a Lou Dort who hadn't played prior, or if it was somebody like an Abdul Nader who got a little bit more playing time because somebody was hurt, well, Abdul Nader has been kind of in and out of the rotation, and he'll have his bright spots, he'll have his low spots, but it seems like whenever he's had to play due to injury of somebody else, he's taken that opportunity and shined in the few opportunities that he gets. So the hope is if if the Thunder are forced to play Hamadou Diallo a little bit more and go a little bit smaller with their lineups, that this could be the opportunity that Hamadou Diallo actually needed to get back a little bit closer to the f- player that we saw for the first 15, 20 games of the season. If that can happen, and then Darius Baisley is able to return healthy, in four to six weeks, if that's the case, well, then you've now had four to six weeks of Hamadou Diallo getting back to the player that he was prior to the beginning of the year. And that's, of course, good for depth. That's good for the rest of the team. Hamadou Diallo is a guy that you'll want to throw, be able to throw out in the postseason with his athleticism and his perimeter defense if he can defend at a high level matchup-wise. So, again, anytime somebody is injured but not for a season – you have to look at it as a blessing in disguise. And again, you don't want to see Darius Baisley hurt, but those are the things that you look forward to. And when we get back, we'll dive in a little bit more of how the Darius Baisley injury affects Oklahoma City. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Thunder is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Thunder fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Thunder fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On Thunder podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? 
That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. And welcome back to the Locked on Thunder podcast, everybody. So we talked about Hamadou Diallo possibly playing a little bit more and the Thunder going smaller in some lineups with Hamadou Diallo. Something that I've seen floated on Twitter is the possibility of playing Mike Muscala at the four. And I'll just tell you, diving into the lineups, I'm pretty sure Mike Muscala has played the four some this year. But I went to NBA.com, looked at the advanced lineup stats, and it was about nine pages long in terms of like how many lineups the Thunder have thrown out there. And I got to page four and still hadn't seen anything of Mike Muscala playing with another big. The only time that he's played with somebody that was also as tall as him was Darius Baisley, coincidentally. So that's obviously off the table. Now, is Billy Dahman going to be, you know, forced to play Mike Muscala a little bit out of position at the four? I mean, we'll see. And Mike Muscala at, at four is kind of intriguing because even him as a five, he's really, you know, comfortable with playing in that pick and pop situation, that pick and pop role. So him playing the power forward spot, that, that translates a little bit better in theory. I just don't know if they really want Mike Muscala being isolated on some of the more talented fours in the league defensively. I don't know if that's a, if that's a fight that you're willing to, to have if you're Billy Donovan. You can also, of course, play a little bit more of Deontay Burton, who does play the power forward spot. Deontay Burton on the basketball floor this year. To say that he is inconsistent would, say, would mean... To say that he was inconsistent would probably be a compliment, um, and I hate saying that because, as I've said before, I'm a Deontay Burton fan outright. You know, I, I'll go ahead and admit that, but it just really hasn't clicked for Deontay this year, and for whatever reason, it clicked for him last year. He helped the Thunder win a game. He helped them win an NBA game against the Portland Trail Blazers in the regular season, and we all saw that happen. And again, for whatever reason, it just hasn't happened. But just like with Hamidou Diallo possibly getting back on track to where we saw him at the beginning of the year, maybe this is something that Deontay Burton simply needed. It's just a little bit more consistency in the rotation and the understanding that, okay, I'm going tonight. I'm going to play tonight. And the thing about Deontay, he told us on the OKC82 podcast a few months ago when he was on with us, he doesn't really view basketball as the end-all, be-all. And don't take that as he doesn't take his job seriously. He, of course, takes his job seriously. He's the type of guy who just values life, who values you know, the real things in life. Like He's got a girlfriend. He wants to be married at some point. He wants to have kids at some point. He told us that his dream is to be a father, not necessarily to play in the NBA. But again... He loves playing basketball. He loves his spot on the team. But just after having conversations with him throughout the year, I truly think that if we're going to see a positive Deontay Burton on the floor, like the type of 
player that we saw last year that was promising with his athleticism and his shot making ability and his confidence I feel like he's the type of personality that when he does go into practice or does go into a game day with the understanding okay I'm going to play consistent minutes tonight I'm going to play a consistent role tonight tomorrow because Darius Baisley's out I feel like that could possibly bring us the best in Deontay Burton now will that best be somebody that can help you win basketball games in the NBA that remains to be seen but I think this is Deontay Burton's, maybe his last chance to really showcase what he can do for the Thunder team. His last chance to showcase what he can do for Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan's a b- big on trust. That's why he plays the guys that he plays. Overall, Darius Baisley being out, it's going to affect the team negatively, of course. Now, again, Darius Baisley, you look at his points for you know, just under five points a game, uh, just under five rebounds a game. Nothing to really write home about, but he has shown the ability and the confidence to hit a spot-up jumper. He has shown the ability to put the ball on the floor, to pump fake, get around his defender. All the tools are there for him to be a very talented offensive player. And the Thunder are definitely going to miss that coming off the bench, and especially with the Thunder's bench being led, of course, by Dennis Schroeder and then Nerlens Noel, with that combination of those two averaging right around 30 to 35 points a game between the two of them. Darius Baisley was always a consistent third guy, a guy that you could depend on to not make a ton of mistakes and to not be a net negative on the floor. So the Thunder, who have made it their mission this year to basically overcome any adversity from injuries or Terrence Ferguson being out for personal reasons, yet they still go out there and win and win and win. This is going to be a challenge for them, no question. This is a significant injury, no doubt. In the grand scheme of things this season, you've had guys like Hamadou Diallo out with injury, Steven Adams out with injury, Abdul Nader out with injury, Terrence Ferguson out for personal reasons. This probably is the most significant injury because of the longevity and because there's really no competent backup Like, we're going to learn, I'm going to learn just at the rate that you guys are going to learn what the Thunder should be doing from a night-to-night basis as it occurs, because we can't go into tonight against the Spurs going, yeah, this is what Billy Donovan's going to do tonight. This is what he's going to do Thursday in terms of playing guys in the rotation since Darius is out. When Steven's out, like, Steven is by far a better player than Darius Baisley, but you know you have a competent, more than competent backup in Nerlens Noel, so if he's going to be out for a game-to-game basis, you're at least comfortable that Nerlens Noel is going to do a fine job in his stay, in his place. But this is just going to be an interesting one to see how the Thunder are able to move forward with this one. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And the Thunder do take on the San Antonio Spurs tonight. Man, I'm always nervous if a team is playing another team on a losing streak because you just never want to be that team that gets your opponent on the right track. The Spurs come into tonight, losers of their last five games. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Currently, 22-31 and 31 overall, 10th in the West. And they're 8-19 and 19 on the road. They're 8-19 and 19 on... This is the San Antonio Spurs. And yes, I know this isn't the Spurs of old. This isn't even really an old Spurs team. They've got... 
some promising young talent. They've got a guy in LaMarcus Aldridge that always drops 40, except for the last game against Oklahoma City, against the Thunder. So it's going to present a challenge. Greg Popovich is, of course, probably the best coach in NBA history, in my opinion. It's always a good challenge to play the Spurs because they do force you to play proper. They do force you to not make mistakes, even as bad as they've been. They will come to play tonight against Oklahoma City, and it will be a good opportunity for the Thunder to play a smart opponent after a disappointing loss at home to the Boston Celtics. This is a good course correction game, and this is something the Thunder have done all season long is course correct. And there is no injury report tonight for San Antonio. The Spurs come in relatively healthy, and it's going to be the the typical keys to stopping the Spurs. You can't let them get comfortable in their mid-range jumping game because that allows them to gain confidence from the perimeter and the Spurs, who take quite a bit of threes, historically, especially recently historically, have shot the lights out of it from the perimeter against Oklahoma City. So you simply just defend the perimeter. And when you've got guys like Terrence Ferguson back in the lineup, you've got guys like Lou Dort that have shown the capability of defending the perimeter. When he doesn't get in foul trouble, he got in foul trouble pretty quickly against the Celtics on Sunday. You've got capable defenders all over the floor. You just hope that the Spurs aren't able to find comfort shooting the three ball because if that happens, it opens up the mid-range for DeMar DeRozan. It opens opens up that comfortable 18-foot jumper for LaMarcus Aldridge. And if that's cooking, he's going to drop 40, and it's going to be hard for the Thunder to rebound off of that and win. But overall, this is definitely a game the Thunder should win. If they lose, I will be pretty disappointed in the team because the Spurs are significantly worse than Oklahoma City. Thunder playing at home. It's their last home game before the All-Star break. They need to bring it. They want to go into the All-Star break with some with their heads held high and a little bit of optimism coming out of the All-Star break. You got to take care of business at home, especially after a disappointing home loss to the Celtics. Well, everybody, thank you so, so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I really appreciate it. Until Wednesday, I'll talk to you later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.